I've seen Jesus play with flames in the lake of fire. I was standing in. Met the devil in Seattle. Spent nine months inside the lion's den. Met Booty yet another time. He showed me a glowing light within. But I swear that God was there every time I go to the eyes of my best friend. You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. Thank you to our friends at CD, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Colby Wilson. He is Casey Krieger. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin Peay podcast that vigorously and regularly washes its hands. Casey, how are you now? Good, and you? Well, (laughs) (laughs) it's a good day to be out of the house, buddy. You've been stuck there a couple days? Yeah, well, so trying... New house, though. New house, and so I thought, well, okay, if we're going to go under something of a quarantine um i guess i can use this time to get some stuff done there while my wife's at work and our son's at daycare and that lasted all of a day and then her work said take everything you need and settle in for the long haul we're not coming back for a while and so now they're both at home i'm here yeehaw and i think I think you can all probably appreciate that those two things are directly related. We had a conference call this morning, uh, our the rest of our brethren and us communicators among the OVC, and uh, my son Jack made himself uh, readily, <laughs> readily apparent. Daddy, orange juice! <laughs> no, no, buddy, daddy's got a... Daddy phone? Yes, I am on the phone, and boy, was I trying to talk. <laughs> And that's going to be everyone's life for a long time now. Yeah. Um, as you've no doubt heard, we're not uh, sporting. Sporting anymore? No sporting. No, no, no body is sporting. Like I, I think you and I were joking this time last week, back when things were still funny, that uh, well, you know. I'll, I'll shut everything else down, but we'll always have the XFL. Right. And then about 15 minutes after you made that joke, the XFL shut down. Yeah, when Vince McMahon is... <laughs> and that's when, when we Vince knew McMahon things were bad. The, the plug, things aren't good. I think WWE's still going, though. I think McMahon kept one of them going. Did he? I, I really think so. I think they were doing, like, no fans so they could, like, still broadcast it and all that. Huh. I'm not sure. I, I, I could be wrong. I... I gotta say, I'm not as well versed in. I saw something on Twitter about it. I don't watch it. I saw it on Twitter, and I was like, "WWE's still going." Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if Raw's still on Monday. I really think so. If Raw's still on Monday, I may, I may start watching Raw again just to get my sporting fix. (laughs) I mean, it's it's bad right now. League Pass and NFL Game Pass are free now. You can watch archived games. Well, that's great, but I know you know that. Yeah, it's not the same. I know. I know what happened. I mean, LeBron's going to chase down Iguodala and block the shot. Like, yeah. No. I mean, I guess I could start doing like deep dives of. You could pretend you didn't know the Warriors blow a 3 1 lead. Yeah, but that made me really happy. It did make me happy, but you could pretend you didn't, then you could be happy again. No. No, yeah. I've, I've always made fun of my dad for. He, my dad's one of these guys that, like, if we're out at dinner or something and I check a score, I'm like, oh, hey, do you see what the. Gr-? No, I'm taping it. Don't tell me what's happening. Or he's, he still says, I'm taping it. Like, that's a thing that, that people more, do that in 2020. A, it used to be more of a thing that people did. We used to do it at our house, but, like, at this point, there's no point in doing it because you can't get around knowing what happened. Well, one, you can't get around knowing what happened. Two, I can't tell you the last time I saw VHS. So we're, we're saying D- – and that's what I tell him. So we're saying uh, DVR. DVR recording now. That's the word. Old, old man. Uh, but what do we do, like, from a, a – do like – you're like me, and probably like a lot of the people that listen to this. Like, yeah, I've got shows that I like to watch, but when the chips are down, and I'm insomniacing my way through another 2 a.m. evening. I really love to know that there's West Coast basketball out there for me. I really love West Coast baseball. And MLB, fire up MLB now and get those live look-ins on the Oakland A's. Those aren't happening. And I don't know what I'm going to do after yeah. midnight now. Yeah. Well, fear not. Oh, Fear don't worry. not to our 
assembled patrons? No, they shouldn't be assembled. Uh, no, disassembled. Disassemble now. Yes. Separate. Now that you're separated. Yes. Now that now that you're uh, in separate rooms, listening. Socially Distance. distancing. I know that there's not a good phrase for that. There's got to be a better but, one. But I really do think we need to just say, hey, let's all not be together for a while, and then let's come up with a name after the fact. Yeah. Since we're socially distancing, Casey and I thought it would be uh, kind of us to uh, give you some things to watch, read, do, listen to uh, while you're while you're not able to do anything. Or while you may be able to do something, but you still need the sound of something other than your own thoughts to break up the monotony of the day. Where do you want to start with this? We could start with uh, stuff we've watched already. Yes, let's start Recommendations with for you guys. Yeah, some, some little wrecks. Some little wrecks for this thing. Um, I think if you've met either one of us or listened to either one of us talk, and we're several episodes into this now. Just a few. So you've probably heard that. Uh, we watch a lot of Archer, the, the two of us. Uh, the popular FX... X. FX. Oh, yeah. FXX now. Uh, show. Uh, yeah, all all seasons are streaming on Hulu. Uh, I think you can still get them on Prime? Uh, Maybe not. I think it's all... I think they had... I think it's all Hulu now. I think it's all Hulu now. They were on Netflix at one point, but yeah, not anymore. Yeah, uh, that, there's there's a vigorous backlog there that you can always uh, Archer's great background background noise boy, for those of you that have watched through it already. Yeah, uh, same with Letterkenny. The uh, mm, I still can't talk about it. Monday night, Craig, <sighs> Jordan Harmon, and I were supposed to go to Letterkenny Live at TPAC. One yeah. of one of the funniest things that we all sort of stumbled across at one time. Uh, a Crave television show that was originally a YouTube series that Hulu picked up. But Seinfeld for Canadian Hillbillies, would that be a good? R-rated Seinfeld for Canadian. R-rated Seinfeld for Canadian Hillbillies. Yeah. I mean, if that's if that sounds like your particular brand of tea, you should hop in there. But we were going to be there on Monday, and then... They canceled it. Canceled. It's one of the saddest things that's ever happened to us. I recently finished... Uh, the new young pope, the young new pope. I don't know. It's the second season of the young pope or the first and only season of the new pope. I had Jude Law and John Malkovich. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. The Wire, always good for... Uh, that was The Wire is what I watched uh, when I was on paternity leave with my son being born. So, you know, it's worth a few hours of your time during a day if you've got unlimited hours to try and fill with anything. Friday Night Lights is my go-to for... Uh time wasting got the dvds got it on amazon prime now so i got i bought them on the dvds when it wasn't on prime so one of my it's, it's set. one of my things that i will recommend is one of casey's things that he's still trying to finish and that is justified yep that's on my list for uh that's number one on my list of need to finish justified about six episodes deep Big. six episodes or six seasons six episodes we, we started, oh, I started oh. last week you you have a long way to go no yeah, and it's, it's you're going to really, really like I'm, it. I'm enjoying where I'm at so far. I think we both enjoyed Knives Out. Very the, good movie. The recent Academy Award nominee. Yeah, I, I called my dad the next morning after I watched it. I was like, hey, you got to go rent this movie. And, of uh, course, there's always The Mandalorian, which I think we covered. See, I had that on my want-to-watch list because I'm waiting for more episodes. Uh, see, I'm, I'll probably revisit this first season. There were some things I wanted to go back to there. Um any any that I missed that you uh, watched? I watched uh, the the last Ken Burns I watched was the National Parks, and it gets an A plus for me if if you like history. And that's that's on a that's on a further list of things I need to finish. Right, you, you said you had all the Ken Burns. Yeah, I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to everybody. No, I'm just specifically I'm recommending the National Parks to you. I would I would say that on stuff I've watched and enjoyed uh, Ken Burns baseball, which takes a few liberties uh, with history, but I mean we don't have baseball right now. Right, Take yeah. what you can get. <laughs> you don't have any other options, so uh, I think stuff I'm planning to look forward to a lot of. The Academy Award nominees that I didn't get to, that I blamed on being a parent. Well, all of a sudden, they're going to... Yeah. Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really want to see 1917. All that stuff's going to be hitting sooner rather than later. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's really good. It's a thumbs up here. I I know. I know it is, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. I just... 
going to just go and do it now. Uh, New Westworld's coming out, or New Westworld just started. Brockmire starts tonight. Brockmire starts tonight. Jim Brockmire. Oh, and Brockmire is into it. <laughs> uh, Another live show, Better Call Saul's rolling through season five right now, second to last season. Yeah. So if, yeah you've, uh, if you've kicked the tires on Breaking Bad already and you need more of a... Breaking Bad could have wound up on stuff we watched. No, I, it's number one on my list. I just... I don't. It just didn't come up. But if if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, stop what you're doing. Yeah, go no, watch, quit list. Quit listening. Quit to us. listening. Go watch Breaking go Bad. Go watch Breaking geez, Bad. Geez. And then when you're done with that, fire up Better Call Saul because uh, it's it's not Breaking Bad, but it's just about as good. I. Mm. It's not as good as Breaking Bad, but I I, I like, really enjoy I learning like the story better. You like it better. I, I'm one of those, and I'm not. I know it's, not everybody is. There's people that don't like. I've heard some people that don't like Better Call Saul. Like it's not Breaking Bad. It's not as exciting. It's not as good. But it's it's not as exciting. It's not as good. But they're like, not slinging meth all across the, the southwest in Better Call the, Saul. The stakes are not nearly as high, which makes the the heavy handedness. The of, details in Better Call Saul. Oh yes. Oh, no, I, I don't want to give too much away. Watch the stupid show. It's Go the one. It's it. the one regret I've made of being a fancy cord cutter is I can't get Better Call Saul because AMC just doesn't have. Yeah. See, I've got Monday night's episode recorded right now, and I'm going to go home and watch it probably. I've right got to wait this. for it to either show up on Hulu or Netflix or something else, and yeah, I, I can I can wait. I've you're going to hear my backlog of crap I need to finish and be like, oh yeah, he can probably wait, but. Speaking of things I'm planning to finish, here's how far behind I am on pop culture after um, after basketball season. I'll I'll do this really quick. The Good Place, The Ranch, Dickinson, which that's that's for me. That's a very niche one. Uh, if you like uh, hip hop versions of Emily Dickinson's life, where Wiz Khalifa is a pot smoking devil, um, if that's your if that's your thing. <laughs> I I was in once. I was just in with the huh updated telling of Emily Dickinson's life. Oh, hey, Wiz Khalifa, how are you doing? Um, Winona Earp, the Kim Burns things. Uh, I'm about halfway through the Civil War right now. It's really good. Uh, Cheers. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally do it. I'm gonna finish Cheers. I've watched a lot of Cheers. I don't think I've ever watched the entire thing. I've watched all the episodes. Just never but, in order. Yeah. That's when, how I am with Always Sunny. Here, it's like I've seen every episode. But here, Here's how sad my life was when I first graduated college. When I moved to Memphis and didn't know anybody, I would just watch Cheers all night, and mm. it would be like going out and having uh, socialism and friends. And, hey, Colby! And now it's going to be just like that again. <laughs> uh, I've got more crap, but honestly, who cares? The ranch is a... Uh, it's good. I yeah, watched. yeah, I got to knock that out. Oh, it's it's kind of sad they had to end it, but yeah. Well, all good things must come to an end. My uh, my list of what I need to finish is The Walking Dead because it kind of stopped after one season. It just they annoyed me, and they I don't know. They went some directions, and I've been told they're following the comic book strip, the comic book script, but I don't know. I didn't I didn't like the new seasons they're putting out there for a while. Uh, also, Peyton's Places on ESPN+. Plus. It's the Peyton Manning series where he goes and talks to other NFL players and does all kinds of investigation about stuff. Investigation? I mean, he's, like, investigating, like, he was, like, doing the lo- trying to do the longest pass ever with Chris Carter in one of the episodes I watched where he's, like, on top of him, like, a skyscraper in New York, throwing the ball off into a Chris Carter in a park. It's pretty cool. Okay. That may actually him be and Ray Lu- Him and Ray Lewis eating crabs in Baltimore talking about stuff. There's, a, I think Tom Brady's one of the last ones. It's... My dad's watched all of it. He tells me about it. I'm like, Dad, I've watched four of them. I'll catch up eventually. Um, but, yeah, it's, it looks pretty good. What are you planning to do while we're on this extended hiatus? Play a lot of will be the show. Okay. My Diamond Dynasty team will be elite thanks to this uh, quarantining. I think I'm going to try to get a little bit of a head on work, put house in order, finish my thesis, read, write. Yeah, I'm going to do a lot of homework. Yeah. 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 I feel very cheated on this whole thesis thing. I was really looking forward to going and actually defending it in person rather than... Well, I mean, that's when you're supposed to do it. I don't want to do it teleconferency. I mean, you're still going to get to defend I mean, I want to I wanna do it and be done with it, but... When are you going to be done with it? This semester? Yeah. Or is, okay, so what's it about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's, it's about... Uh, Journalism during the time, the rise and fall of prohibition, and how uh, the narratives changed uh, to fit the national. It's. 
<laughs> it's a very niche interest. I was gonna say I don't know what I was expecting, but that sounds pretty on brand. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you were expecting either, but that was that was what was gonna happen. Um, stuff to listen to during this. Did you have anything for that? You should listen to the podcast. I think you should listen. You should to go the back and start from the beginning. Well. Yes, we are. We're about between this and more than a game and some some one-off specials. We're about seventy-ish, seventy-five-ish in. So uh, get there, get there, do that. Uh, some other ones I would recommend would be Effectively Wild if you're missing baseball, Men and Blazers if you're missing soccer, particularly the Premier League, or Hardcore History, which eats up chunks and chunks of hours and will probably make you feel a little bit better about this because the world survived all sorts of horrors and atrocities, and Dan Carlin goes into them at length. Might have to go check that one out. Um, do people still read? I've got a whole shelf of books in my house that I'd like to read, but I've Never which, have time to. What you gonna read, bud? Uh, number one on my list. I've started it. It's uh, the real McCoy. It's a book by Red Dayton newspaper beat writer Hal McCoy about his uh, fifty years with the Cincinnati Reds, covering the Reds as a beat writer. Yeah, that that sounds like it's about on brand for you. Um, I'll probably jump in on some Hunter S. Thompson because he seems uh, uniquely qualified to cover this time, even though he's been dead for twenty years. I got a lot of the Bill O'Reilly. Uh, killing series books for christmas one year though you know killing england and then like killing reagan killing kennedy and like killing like Patton. so we're, we're gonna get out of this quarantine and you're gonna be 57 years old as compared to yeah never mind yeah. you know what you're right you're right <laughs> we, we've already discussed me watching ken burns it's good doc, uh, it is but not, you called I'm, me old last time we talked about ken I'm burns i'm not going i'm not going to um okay um i could have told you i was gonna read uh my keith law baseball book i got too that's a good one I'm hoping to. I'll probably dive into some baseball. So I've, I've got to. I got to get my baseball fix. I've got the. I've got the Keith Law Smart Baseball and uh, Brian Kinney's book. I gotta. I think I'm gonna go back and reread nine innings again, and maybe the only rule it is it has to work. And if I, I got, need a, if I need to laugh, I'm gonna crack open my Rick Riley book, uh, Tiger Meet My Sister, and other things I probably shouldn't have said. The first one in the so series. Rick Riley, Bill O'Reilly, and the Reds beat writer from Dayton for a thousand years. You are all, how, over, all over the place. No, no, oh. you're very, you're very, you're twenty years older than my dad. <laughs> when we get out of here, do you want me to fix you up a fresh back, batch of tapioca? No. Okay. I don't great. Think I've ever seen nor had tapioca. All right, that's great. I really don't even know what it is. I think it's like pudding. I don't think I'm, I don't think I want that. Okay, well that's great. You know what? Why don't you and I be quiet now? We've given people uh, plenty of things to do. Uh, the next one you should do is stay here for a few more minutes and listen to us talk to Max Remy of the baseball team uh, during what is an odd time for all of us. Right after this. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean. So, this week was going to be uh, significantly more lighthearted and, uh, I guess, professional, in so much as anything professional ever happens within these walls, as we welcome Max Remy in to our small podcasting home. But um, Glad to have you. Yeah. Glad, glad to be here. We're, we're glad to have Remy here on this uh, extremely odd week of weeks, uh, month of months. Lord only knows how long this is going to last. Remy, thanks for coming in um, at what could possibly be a great personal peril to yourself. How are you holding up through all this? Oh, I'm I'm keeping really busy. There's a lot of things to do in self-quarantine. A lot of laying around. A lot of Netflix. A lot of uh, MLB The Show. It's really all you can do right now. It's pretty brutal. MLB The Show coming out almost concurrent with this how how big has that been to your self-quarantine plans? It has taken up a lot of my time. 
uh i i am living vicariously through mlb the show since i cannot finish my season so that that's where i get uh get my fix i guess you could say <clears throat> how much does it i mean obviously it sucks to leave the season unfinished but for you personally how how much does it suck knowing that you know the end of your career is going to be I mean, are you coming back next year? I guess maybe that's the question. Uh, are you thinking about it? The the way that I've been putting it to people is they haven't officially came out with any sort of ruling, so I'm not. Uh, I guess I'm hoping for the best, expecting the worst would be a good way to put it. Because if I get my hopes up and I can't come back, then that would probably be more devastating than just uh, staying true to it right now and just 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 being real with it and thinking that this is probably the end does it feel like there's unfinished business for you i would definitely say yes i would think any student athlete around the country would would answer yes and if you're not answering yes then i don't know why you're playing sports but i definitely feel like there's a lot of unfinished business personally and as a team and as a just college sport athlete as a whole let's go back to happier times what brought you to Austin P in the first place well the baseball culture and and how everything was going back whenever uh, I was getting recruited Austin P was was winning a lot going to regionals uh and I'm obviously not from around here I'm from Pennsylvania so I uh got in touch with the former coach who was here who uh, was the one that recruited me uh, talked through my junior and senior year uh, he came up and saw me play and I wanted to get out of the cold weather so that kind of just one thing led to another and it got me here a lot of schools between here in Pennsylvania when you when you saw everything that was happening here what was it that made Austin be special that uh i mean like like i said the the baseball culture was was definitely something that was different i wanted to go south i wanted to get out of the cold weather i wanted to uh experience something that i haven't been exposed to and and whenever i got here it was definitely a culture shock it wasn't things that i was used to and i just had to get going but that was the biggest thing for me i wanted to to go go out and see what i could do somewhere else how difficult was it to not play that first season? I was pretty uh I was pretty okay with it. Um we had a really good team that year. We had a lot of older guys in the lineup and I was just fine with sitting in the background getting as much knowledge as I could, getting as many reps as I could in practice and and I mean, I worked hard. I wasn't just sitting sitting around, but uh I would have liked to play, but I definitely don't regret not playing it. It worked out okay. It made you – do you feel like whatever you may have lost in terms of playing that year, you gained on the back end with developing not just your knowledge of the game but also physically as well? Because you came here as a scrawny little runt, dude, and now you've yep. actually yeah. backed on some muscle. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad that somebody's seen it. I guess it, it makes – like you said, it makes everything feel better when somebody says it like that in the long run. So it was worth it for me. I mean, if you hadn't packed on the muscle and if you hadn't added your great knowledge of the game, do you think Tim Corbin would have pitched around you when the Gus took down number one Vanderbilt last year? I believe that <laughs> he was not pitching around me, and it was just good self-discipline. He thought I was going to uh, chase out of the zone most likely instead of uh, – he thought that I was the threat, unlike uh, Parker Phillips, who came up about four or five batters after me. So, it, there, we, I will tell you the God's honest truth. We were a bunch of different people were watching the game. You know, this was during basketball season. I was on the road somewhere. Cody was in the box. Casey was somewhere else. And we were like, is Tim Corbin pitching around Remy right now? Is that what's happening? And the <laughs> consensus was, Tim Corbin just pitched around Remy. I, I – I would like to thank you for that, but I, I'd like to to uh, say that that was probably not what happened, <laughs> as much as I would hate to say it. You've been involved in some huge wins and huge moments around here. 
is that where does that rank pretty near the top yeah that was definitely my my number one uh that'll be my number one memory going out here in regards to playing that was that was that was awesome uh the one that probably would rival that was uh my redshirt freshman year we walked off jacksonville state uh, on a sunday and extra innings and Alex Alex Robles hit a uh, grand slam and extras and I was on third base so that was pretty surreal but beating Vanderbilt you really can't beat that as a as a memory for a college baseball player what what are some other things I mean you've you haven't been here that long but it feels like you're one of the longest tenured people around here now because I mean not just in terms of athletes but like there's been a bunch of staff turnover we've had a couple of ad's since you came here and here here you are still around yeah uh i guess i was kind of thinking about it uh before i came i'm the guy that everybody looks at and this is like dang he's still here like how old is that guy uh i remember thinking about that as i was going through my five years so now i kind of feel their pain but i've uh I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of people go in and out of here. I've had a lot of friends come and go. Um, I came here before my head coach was here, so I've been here in the program longer than my coach, so that's kind of weird to think about. So it's 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 different. It's just hard to explain, I guess. What what do you have to have from a from an intestinal fortitude, from a uh, a desire and heart and want to to persevere through five years because you know you're not a top of the order guy you're a guy who gets the clutch at bat late or the Sunday start but you're still you've been integral through all these different changes that have happened over the years I, I mean it mostly just comes down to loving baseball like I love baseball it's something that I've done since I can remember and I and I don't know what I'm it's it sounds weird but I don't know what I'm going to do without it it's going to be hard but uh going through all those years it's 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 just keeping in perspective that it's only a game that's part of it and and always loving to show up even if it's at practice or lifts like your your teammates those are the ones that those are the people that really keep you around wanting to to do what's best for your teammates hanging out with them doing doing fun stuff with them that's that's kind of where it all comes from like wins and losses are are cool but the the people that that you come in contact with is is what kept me going at least who's the best teammate you ever had best teammate that's somewhat of a loaded question i would say uh i love john sparks uh i love john sparks just as a person as a teammate uh John Sparks is up there. I mean, Parker Phillips obviously was a great person to play with, a, a great teammate. He was my roommate. He was always somebody that kept you level-headed and, and w- was awesome. Uh, guys like Garrett Giovanelli, he was a junior college transfer that just absolutely raked. He was so much fun to watch. So there's a lot of things that you have to think about whenever you're – thinking about I was talking to coach the other day probably around 80 different teammates that I've been a part of and 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 that doesn't sound like a lot but for a college baseball player that's a lot of guys that I've been around what do you think your legacy is among the guys that you've played with how do you think you're remembered I just I I don't know I don't really think about that I guess but I would just hope that I was I was a guy that people wanted to be around. People were excited to see when when I showed up. They rooted for me, regardless of what I did or didn't do, even if it was just keeping a chart, I guess. Like, I did what I needed to do, and I think people knew that. So that's kind of how I feel. So you lived with our esteemed co-host, Casey Krieger, for, Lord, ever how many years, along with – friend of the program Alex Sala in front of the program Parker Phillips what was that like living with those guys was definitely an experience that I wouldn't trade for anything I loved living with those guys they're three of my best friends that have definitely I've 
that I've come in contact with here. Uh, it, it was always interesting. We're always, uh, it wasn't a big house. So imagine Parker Phillips bumping into you here and there whenever you're trying to go, go into the refrigerator or something cooking. It was, uh, it was fun though. I, I enjoyed it. Tell me about the, uh, the bachelor and how did the bachelor become y'all's guilty pleasure go to trash television experience? I have to give that one to Alex Sala. We, uh, that started before we were living together when we were all in an apartment complex, pretty much in the same spot. I lived two doors down and Monday night rolled around and Sala said, Hey, come on over. We're what we're, we're going to watch this show. It's starting up. And I, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, what is this? Uh, reality tv show about a guy dating 30 different women i was that, like that actually is pretty much the whole definition yeah, of the thing yeah. it, it is and i didn't i didn't i didn't know how it was going to turn out and uh i've been hooked ever since i guess that was whew, three years ago and uh i've watched bachelor bachelorette and bachelor in paradise ever since the the drama just keeps coming the love stories just keep coming and going it's hilarious <laughs> What is your favorite word? Hmm. What is my favorite word? Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have necessarily a favorite word. <sighs> maybe, maybe one that probably isn't allowed to be said on here would ha- would be the the cop out. Um, that's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> the words that we're not allowed to use on this show has become a popular answer to that question actually that's good what is your least favorite word what is my least favorite word i'm not one of those people that has a has a weird like reaction to words that make you crawl up and down your spine if you say something i'm pretty uh, that doesn't really affect me i would say Probably debt. That's a scary word. Death, maybe. Death is kind of scary. It's weird that you went to debt before death. Yeah. Who or what inspires you? I guess I would have to go first with my parents. They uh, they always told me to to just keep working hard and 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 sh- and living for your dream, you know. So so they're up there. I have a former coach that uh, I definitely learned a lot from before I got here, and he was main the main reason that I got here um so now that baseball is over who knows who knows what that's going to turn into now what's the last book you read for fun the last book I read for fun that would be Woods Runner in seventh grade good gosh seventh grade SSR silent sustained reading did you know that there is a series of books, children's like like middle school books called Max Remy Super Spy. Yes, and the main character is a girl. Uh, that that's at, we all got into a phase probably about sixth or seventh grade when everybody wanted to Google their name and see what popped up and and all my friends and you in did not expect to be greeted yeah, by that. Did yeah, you? middle schoolers all around me are finding themselves, and I'm just fishing through little storybooks by i don't even know who it's by max remy super spy girl so that was uh humbling as a (laughs) a seventh grader what is your worst habit oh i like to let my clean clothes pile up i'll clean i'll I'll have them clean i'll have them folded i'll have them stacked nicely but i just won't want to put them away that's definitely my worst habit what app on your phone gets the most use? I would definitely say Twitter. Uh, TikTok right now during this quarantine is really giving it a run for its money. I'm I'm constantly on TikTok and and just scrolling through there, keeping my keeping myself occupied. What is the most terrifying situation you've ever found yourself in? Oh, terrifying situation. I am not necessarily afraid of heights, but I don't like heights, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, sta- so 
standing standing on the Empire State Building, it w- it was cool, but I definitely would not have wanted to to look down or do any sort of bungee jumping off of it or or anything like that. Adrenaline rushing things like that would be scary. I wouldn't like that. What is your idea of happiness? That is a very personal thing, I guess. I'm not It just it just depends in the moment, I guess. That I don't I like to be laughing and smiling. That's really that's really as generic as I can make it. I don't I don't have any recipe or anything that I need to have in my life to be happy because I can also be you know it when you see it. You yeah. know it when it's happening to you. Yeah, you can be sitting there quietly and not doing anything and you can be happy. It's it's uh it's just how it is. I don't know. It's hard. That's a that's a hard one to explain. What is your idea of misery? <sighs> misery. Self-quarantining over a virus that uh nobody knows how many people are going to be affected by. That's pretty miserable. <laughs> Topical. That's topical right there. What makes you self-conscious? Self-conscious. My hair, for sure. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why? If if I don't have my... I I just like my hair to look good. And if if it doesn't look good, then I'll I'll be self-conscious, for sure. You play a sport where you put on a helmet or a hat and interchange taking them off all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but that screws with that, huh? That not not necessarily. Uh, one of my freshmen put it put it well. They said that if you uh, if you you've got if you got hat hair, then you're probably doing something. You're probably playing, so that that makes it look makes it look okay. What is the most embarrassing song you love? Pooh, that one is hard to narrow down. I I love <laughs> pretty. M- <laughs> Most people are like, yeah. no, man, I don't love anything embarrassing. You're yeah. like, hold on, let me get the list out. <laughs> There's a song by uh, Trailer Park Choir called Rockin' the Beer Gut. And <laughs> if that would be acceptable to use as my intro song, I would like to formally change <laughs> it to Rockin' the Beer Gut. I, I come from a small town where Rockin' the Beer Gut is highly acceptable and even sought after, so... That's a that's a song that's pretty funny that is played on the radio. I didn't even think it was something you could seek. I just thought it was something that sort of happened. Uh, I mean, I guess. How would you prefer to die? Fool. You are giving me... These are some tough ones, I guess. I, I, would, pro- I would probably want to do it in my sleep, I guess. I don't want to feel it. or it's. I guess maybe go down in a blades of glory somehow. I'm I'm at one extreme or the other. You're planning I'm planning on robbing a bank or something? Uh, maybe. With these with these coronavirus stuff, you never I might be not maybe a bank, but maybe a grocery store. <laughs> that might be next, but if you were reincarnated, what would you like to come back as and why? I would say that I would like to be reincarnated as a should have given me this ahead of time uh probably probably a dog i love dogs it's probably a generic answer they're they're pretty awesome so it wouldn't be bad other than they don't live very long what might prompt you to lie if i'm scared of getting in trouble that would (laughs) probably prompt me to lie what makes you hopeful Just how the human race is, uh, it, especially right now. Whenever there's a lot of bad things going on, there's a lot of there's a lot of hopeful things out there. Some people, it's their faith. Some people, it's just being in tune with the universe. But just how how whatever how people cope with things is kind of how I how I would see that one. What is our purpose in life? If you want to get really biological, our purpose is to reproduce, but... That has not been an answer so far, but wow. yeah, no, I like where your head's at there. Thank you. Uh, but in a in a little bit more 
humane way. Just live your life to the fullest. Raise your kids to the best ability that you can and pass on your traditions. Regardless of who it is, what is one thing you would like to ask our next guest? Right now, I guess, I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know who. It could be somebody that I know, but I would like to see how the uh, coronavirus has affected them. That's kind of the forefront of everybody's mind right now. But that's what I'd want to know. Our... I'm trying to work that one in every week now uh, to give everybody a little stake in the game here going and coming. Uh, Last week, since I had to be the guest, I had to also pick this question. Mm -hmm. And my question that I wanted the next person to answer, boy, this all gets very complicated. Thanks a lot, Taylor Mont. (laughs) The question I wanted the next person to answer was, who is the most attractive person you've ever seen in real life? most attractive person I've ever seen in real life. Oh. Oh. Uh. That's. Oh my gosh. What? Where do you come up with these things? Like, I I, I have a lot of free time. I guess I do too now. Uh. I'm really trying to dive into some some people that I've seen in real life. I, I haven't seen a lot of like famous people or doesn't even have to be a famous yeah. person. You just be like, and I'll tell you what, one time I was walking through the mall and there was this absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll, I guess I, I have a little story then. Uh I was in I was in Memphis with uh with my friend Alex Sala, my former roommate. We w- I went there for Thanksgiving. We were at Central Barbecue, with the that that well known hotspot yeah, for attractive. The scent, and there was there was a very attractive woman that that showed up in a Mercedes G wagon who was just dressed to the nine. I mean, that after after you said that, that's where my mind is going to now, and at least I have some sort of direction. <laughs> oh, Memphis Central Barbecue, the G- the whole thing. Oh, that's good. Oh, <laughs> oh man, Max, thank you. Thanks for thanks for taking some time out of what has become not a very busy time at all for you. I guess um I hope this is not the last time we hear from you. I don't usually we can yeah. close with a a notion of hope and optimism for the future, but we're all <laughs> We'll, we'll all wake up tomorrow and yeah. do this again. We're hopefully. all grasping onto that, regardless yeah. of a sports season or yeah. not, right now. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're clinging to the driftwood and hoping for a new day. That's all we can do. Max, I appreciate you coming in, man. Thanks Thank you very much. She had everything going on. The first thing that caught my eye. She was rocking the beer gut, and I love the way she's not ashamed. Rocking the beer gut. Well, it's just some extra love around her waist. Rocking the beer gut. She's more than hot. She's everything. And with the blue jeans, a little tight around her butt. Pretty little girls rocking the beer gut. As always, thanks to our guest, Max Remy, for taking some time coming in and, I mean, just Lord, coming in, being willing to sit in a room with us. It's not uh He won't say it either, but uh Tim Corbin pitched around him. Yeah, I mean he's 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 got he's he's thinking of Tim Corbin's reputation. I was, honestly, in the stadium. I was in the stadium and Corbs was shaking in his cleats over there. He he's he's protecting Tim Corbin's reputation. And honestly that's that's fair. That's Tell that's Mitch noble. That's that's Max being the bigger man and I think Tim Corbin would appreciate it and we appreciate it. Usually this is when we talk about what we're doing this week. Um, let's roll through Austin P. Sports for the week, and we're done. All right, finished. Um, in the realm of talking about other things from the world of sports that aren't um cancellations or positive tests for coronavirus or the take industrial complex of, well, geez, is this really the right message we're sending to our children? But I don't... Somebody should think about the children. Yes, won't someone please think of the children? Let's just talk about things that have actually happened, starting with, just today, 
little little nugget scrolled across the old the old tweeter machine. Yeah, you might not have seen it. Jeff Goodman, national columnist for Stadium, putting Austin P. Men's basketball in his way too early top twenty five for the twenty 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 one season. Write it down. Book it. Put the Govs. Big, put the big twenty five by our name. Putting the big two five by the governor's name. Uh and obviously, we live and die by the rankings of Jeff Goodman. And uh, I mean, it's law. It, I, Goodman, if you want to, the number twenty-five ranked. If you, college if you happen to hear this country. and you want to get in on the, some some podcastage, you've got the time. We've got the time. You may as well hop in here and let's. How let's, many other how many other number twenty-five teams in the country yeah, are inviting does, you on their podcast? Is, is another top twenty-five team inviting you on their podcast? I don't think so. Because right, I, I all I know is for the next six months, the Govs are a top twenty-five college basketball team, and. You cannot change my mind. Nope, nope, not mine either. Um, as everything rolls merrily along, um, the NFL is just kind of business as usual in this whole thing. Uh, Tom, a lot of people are going to be wearing very, uh, very different uniforms that you would never. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. He must really hate Bill Belichick. Induct that jersey straight into the hall of things that never should have happened alongside Emmitt Smith's Arizona Cardinals jersey, uh, Jerry Rice's Denver Broncos jersey. Like there are I saw a bunch of NBA ones like that yesterday. It was like Allen Iverson with the Grizzlies and like yeah. Tracy McGrady with the Spurs. Oh my gosh, I forgot about McGrady had one moment with the Spurs where he came in uh and scored like 13 points in three minutes or something in a playoff game and lifted them to a win. It was amazing. That's not really what we were talking about, though. But, um, yeah, no, I don't love. This is weirder than Peyton Manning with the Broncos, I think. Or do you you disagree? Or is it equal? (sighs) Is it equally weird? They're both weird. I think Peyton with the Broncos is less weird because there's a history with the Broncos of success. And I think at that time there was also a prevailing feeling of the Broncos. We're a quality quarterback away from right. – they, they had gone gone what, to the semis? The with Tebow. They were either in the semis or the conference championship game the previous year with Tebow. And so I think that they felt like, all right, we're an upgraded quarterback position from and, and it worked out two years right. later. Is there anything you can think of similar to somebody this good going to a team that's that bad? I mean, there's always the late career. I mean, not always. Sometimes you just retire as a as whatever you were, and that's that. But that is rare in any sport anymore, and it's practically non-existent in football now. Speaking of that, your Oakland Raiders got a new tight end. Uh, excuse you. Your Las Vegas Raiders. Thank you. Put some respect on that name, please. Yeah, uh, the Raiders. See, being from East Tennessee, huge Jason Witten fan here, so I cannot wait to hear your opinion. Boy. It doesn't sound great. Is this some sort of weird Monday Night Football Mafia thing where if you are in the family, you're in the family, and if one guy gets back in the league, you're coming with it. Like, is Booger McFarlane going to be on defensive line this year? No, it's just a is, couple of East Tennessee guys getting is, together is in Joe, Las Vegas to is, play some football. Is Joe Tessitore going to take some snaps as practice squad QB? Like, what is what is the – John I, Gruden has been waiting to drop Spider 2 Y banana for Jason Witten for like 20 years since he saw him play in high school probably. But they've got a better tight end. Darren Waller's better. Who? Darren Waller. He's not Jason Witten. Well, you know, if we were talking about this 15 years ago. No, because Waller was like a middle schooler. So you're going to be upset if Witten starts over this guy? Win, yes, win. I'm going to be furious. How much did they pay him? I have no earthly idea. I don't. Whatever it was, they should have taken that money and spent it uh, protecting Derek Carr. Or I thought they were getting a new quarterback. I thought. I he, oh, you mean Marcus Mariota? Speaking, oh, that's right. Speak, that's what I Speaking read. of things I'm also not thrilled about. Uh, which which move do you dislike more? Probably Mariota because it's eventually Gruden the QB whisperer is gonna think that he's he can fix him. He's well, I was petrified that he thought he was gonna fix old uh, P 
Peterman. Oh, Nathan. Nobody will ever fix Nathan Peterman. If you watched his performance in the swamp in his junior year at Tennessee, I know. Unfixable. I, I've that was what I said, but boy, he gave it the old college try. I Nah. Yeah, they're the Raiders. Colts got Phillip Rivers too. They no. did, and that's very, very interesting. That's Especially a one-year, twenty-five million dollars stopgap to the draft next year. That's just—I mean—that's such a wide-open division. And now that Brady's gone, especially with uh, the Texans doing weird things, doing things, just DeAndre Hopkins. I thought he was good. I think he's very good, and I, I don't think David Johnson's as good as him. I think he might be as good as him, like. David Johnson might be like a top five running back, whereas running backs don't last in this league. It's whereas DeAndre Hopkins is probably more like a top ten wide receiver, but the I, top ten wide receivers are pretty much I, all yeah. ahead of the top running backs, other than maybe like Gurley and Derrick Henry. Maybe. I mean, I'm not even sure. Maybe I think I'd still have the number ten receiver. It'd be close. It sure It'd be is close. really close. Uh, I Coach Bill O'Brien has to be furious at GM Bill O'Brien. Yeah, that's one of those another one of those reasons why you should never ever give one guy all the power. Usually this is when we tell people uh about community service <laughs> and uh, various endeavors that you can do to better yourselves in the Clarksville community. We sure encourage you to do that in the most safe uh way possible. Community service yourself by so- social distancing. Do do as much community service serve your community how, as best you can by not being Going in it. into it too much. That will be that will be the important thing. Uh, also, this is usually when we would advocate purchasing tickets. Um, maybe next week maybe. when we have things to sell again. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com slash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast. Five stars. Five stars really helps. And if you'd like to suggest a guest, let us know of a local or on-campus event we shout out. Ask us literally anything at all. Tweet us. I'm at CWilson225. He's at C underscore Craig19. Love yourself. Love each other. Wash your hands now. Talk to you next week. Goodbye. Decide that the things that I tried were in my life just to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself this time. Step from the road.